the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be to simply be with him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. We are talking about the great faith of a widow, and we find this widow in 2 Kings 4, and I love this story because this widow, as many jars as she has, God fills them. And so as you listen to this this story, I want you to think about your life and think about the provision that you're asking God to meet. Think about the things that you need and you're asking God to help you with as many jars of faith as she had. The Lord filled those jars. This is a fascinating story of a woman of great faith. She's a widow. She's in poverty. She has nothing. She's in Second Kings 4. It's interesting because immediately following the faith of this widow, we have a wealthy woman, a Shunammite woman. And so in the same exact chapter, we have a very poor woman and then we have a very wealthy woman. But both of them needed the Lord and both of them had great, great faith. And so the first one we're going to start with today and listen in. This was given at Deeper Life, a, a Bible study that I did. It's called The Great Faith of a Widow Woman from Second Kings 4. God, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for deeper life. I thank you for your word. And I pray that you would illuminate your word into our heart and uh, seal it in our minds that we would have it as a treasure for the days ahead. And we thank you for one another. And we thank you for the cold weather. And we, we just, we choose to be grateful in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Okay. So I wanted to look at Four different women who had great faith. And I have a question for you before we begin. What are you believing God to do? What are you believing God for in great faith to do in your life? What are you believing in great faith for God to do in your ministry, in your family, in your body, in your uh, community in your state, in your nation. What are you believing? What is going to take really great faith to believe God for? So just be thinking about that because all four of these women, it took great faith for them to accomplish what they accomplished. And so I have a little pattern here and I want us to, we won't read all of their stories, but um, we'll start with a widow and she is found in Second Kings 4. And what's really interesting about this is Second uh, Kings 4 starts with a widow woman who is very poor. And they, and they have this example of great faith. And then it's going to shift 
to a very wealthy woman, the Shunammite woman. So it's kind of interesting how they're contrasted so quickly together. I think that sometimes we think, well, I would have more faith if I had more resources, right? If I had more resources, sure, I could believe God for anything. Well, we see with the widow, uh, she did not have the resources, but she had great faith. So I want to quickly read you the story. It's in 2 Kings 4, 1 to 7. It's called The Widow's Olive Oil. And it says, The wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know he revered the Lord, but now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elisha replied to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars, and as each is filled, put it to one side. She left him, shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her, and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, Bring me another one. But he replied, There is no jar left, and the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. I think the uh, some fascinating things about this story is that um, when in under Mosaic law, if someone owed a debt and they couldn't pay it, they can come after your children. And so her husband, before he died, he may have done okay in business, but he had not planned for his death and he had not planned for his family to have enough to live on with his death so there was a real problem there what they would do is they would take uh, the family as slaves and then uh, in the year of jubilee which is every seven years when all the debts are erased in israel they would let them come home and so this was a very real fear that she had and uh, the, another interesting fun fact about this story is that this this olive oil, this this oil jar, in Hebrew, it's a small flask of oil. So the one that she had originally, it was actually a small vessel of anointing oil, which would have been for anointing the body. So when she said, I only have one uh, vessel, that's what she actually had. And so that's interesting, too. But um, so many fun things that we can look at this um, story. You know, I think that we have to expect God's mercies and expect God's miracles. And that's part of Elisha. He did that, didn't he? Elisha always expected great wonders of God. And, and he is the one prophet who asked for a double portion of God's anointing. So that's, a, that's kind of really neat to think about that with Elisha. Um, so on your next page of notes, I gave us a pattern here that I thought we would look at all of these women and look through this same pattern. She had a problem. And so what was her problem? Her problem was that her husband had died. And when you are a widow in that time you, and, and without proper preparation, she, the secondary problem she had is that she had poverty. So she had these mouths to feed and she, she was, she had no money. And she had a fear of losing the boys. And so that was very legitimate fear. 
Um, I, I love this woman's attitude, and I think it's an attitude that all of us could, can pick up on. And she had an as- attitude of desperation. And when we have an attitude of desperation, God can move. When we say, you know, we're that desperate, and that's where she was. So if you find yourself in a desperate situation, that's a good thing. Because that means God can do something great. So sometimes we think that you're in such a desperate situation, but it's actually when God can show up and move in a mighty way. When you're, when you're hemmed in, when you're, when you're stuck, God can move. She, she had an attitude of obedience. I, I think about Elisha asks her to go to her neighbors. That's embarrassing, isn't it? That's hard, isn't it? To tell people about your problem, to have to ask for help. And, and yet she did it. And so I think in her, her obedience, she showed that humility because she did show up and ask for the oil and ask, I mean, ask for the jars so that she could, so that she could fill them with oil. Um, her mentor, her mentor was Elisha. And we all need one, don't we? We all need a mentor. <laughs> and what was her faith action? So her faith action was we. she asked for help. She asked for many jars. And I, I think about these jars because if she would have asked for a few more, do you think the oil would have kept going? I think it would have kept going. So she had as much oil as jars. And I think when we think about God's supply, his supply is endless. But it was the amount of faith that she brought to God <laughs> and the amount of jars, and he just kept filling. And so sometimes, you know, maybe we need to stretch ourselves. You know, what are we bringing to the Lord? What was she bringing? And I think his his oil would have filled as many jars. Uh, her other faith action was uh, she paid her debts. And so that was good. Um, and then seclusion. Did you see that in here in the story? Elisha says, shut the door behind you and your sons. And, and, and she did that. And so it says it twice to go inside and shut the door behind you. And I think about that because so many things happen. Miraculous things happen in the secret place, in the hiding place. And when, when some, sometimes we need to hide ourselves in the presence of God at home, in a private place, shut the door behind us. And we see that in the New Testament too. When you, you go to your prayer closet and, and pray, and Jesus talks about praying in secret. And the Father, the Father knows what happens in secret. And so I think that's very interesting. She went into that secret place with the Lord. And then what was her answer? So her answer was providence. I think the other really cool answer for her was that the boys participated. Isn't that fun? Her kids got to see the miracle. Her kids got to see the answer, and their lives were spared. And so I, I think for the rest of their life, they knew what God could do. And we, we don't want to keep our kids from experiencing the miracle. Right? We want to include them in these processes. We want to include our family and our children and let them see what God can do. Let them participate in what God is doing and, and tell them the stories and tell them what you're praying about and, and show them what God is doing. So that is the great faith of the widow woman. Well, I hope that you really enjoyed the faith, the great faith of the widow woman. You know, her husband had died. She was in poverty. He really left her unprepared, the fear of losing her boys. 
and and she just had such an attitude, didn't she, of desperation, of humility, of obedience. And I love her mentor, Elisha. On our next episode, we're going to talk about Elisha again and the great faith of a Shunammite woman. She was a wealthy woman. And I, I think for me, with the widow, is seeing day after Jar after jar, I guess for us it might be day after day that we present our request to the Lord or the things that we need. But for every jar of need, he filled it. And to me, God is a provider. He's going to meet your every need. He's going to pour into your life. He sees you. He saw the widow woman and he sees you in all of your need. So I, if you want to learn more about that, you can go to jenniferjackson.com. We have an interview coming up. This is going to be a powerful testimony to really boost your faith. And we want to keep on learning and growing and encouraging one another. But go to jenniferjackson.com. Let's connect with one another. And hey, uh, follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I want to connect with you. So so find me. Find me on Instagram and we will connect there every single day. I'm there and I'm also at jenniferjackson.com. You can get all of the previous episodes. I'm here to encourage your faith. The wonderful testimony coming up you do not want to miss. I'm Jennifer and you are listening to Simply for Women. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.